Welcome back to the Midwest Buzz Podcast. I'm Olivia. And I'm JC. And we're so happy that you're here. Yes, we are pumped because today we are talking about our businesses. Yes. Our we're babies. Going to give you our whole business story from rags to riches. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Yes. For started me. from the bottom, now, now we here. Um, okay, so should we just roll into it? Yeah, let's just jump okay, right in. Okay, so I'm going to go first because I have been in business for nine years, which is crazy. That is almost a decade. I should wow. probably do like a sweet giveaway next yeah, year. That's crazy. It is almost a decade. When you think about it like a decade, that does right. a lot thicker. <laughs> dun, 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 the decades. Uh, that's not a song. But okay, <laughs> so I, I'll i just like rewind to high school baby JC. I was getting my senior photos done. So it would have been 2010. Yeah, it would have been like fall of 2010. I had my senior photos done. And I didn't really know like... I kind of wanted to go into cosmetology, but I didn't really know for sure. And I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. And that's the stage when everyone's like, you have to know what you're yeah, doing with your, your life. Yeah, your whole orca trainer thing or whatever went down the Yeah, shoot, and I, so. you know, decided I couldn't train orcas, so cosmetology was my next best thing. <laughs> and I, my mom um, drove me all the way to Grand Forks, North Dakota for my senior photos because I was obsessed with this photographer out there. Um, wildflower photography. I wonder if she's still in business. Shout out to her because I still love my senior photos. Nice. Um, and I loved the experience. Like I fell in love. I mean, I love being in front of the camera still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh! Like she gets paid to run around in fields of flowers taking photos of seniors. I'm in. Yeah, and fun. so after I got my photos back, I had messaged her and I said, hey, I absolutely love my experience with you. Um, I would love to get into photography. Could you give me some pointers on like what do you think a good camera would be to start out with? And so then later, I think for like Christmas, my mom actually got me that camera. It was a Nikon D90. Um, I still like a good camera. I still have it, but it's so small compared to like the ones that you know, like I pick it up and it's so light. Um, but yeah, so I decided that that's what I wanted to do. And I started shooting anything and everything. It didn't even have to breathe. Sometimes I would just go out and take pictures of like frost on trees. Oh, absolutely. That's how all the good photographers start. Right. Like, yeah. Um, or like pictures of cats. I mean, I've always, I'd always loved photography in the fact that I loved taking photos with, like, I would steal my mom's film camera all the time. And she would get so mad because she'd be like, now I have an entire roll of film of barn cats. (laughs) And she would be like, so you're getting limited. And I had a little um, Polaroid strip uh, camera. Uh So there were teeny little photos, like literally the size of... my sister had one of those. Yeah, Yeah, they were small. Like the photos were almost the size of a quarter. They were not big. Yeah, no. And my mom would be like, you're only allowed to use one roll a week. Or, like, you could only go through so many because I would just take photos of everything. (laughs) Um, But, so, yeah. So, I had a love for photography. I just never thought of it as, I guess, a career. Um, So, 2012, I got asked to do my first wedding. It was a friend. And I shot that. And I was nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to hop into the the wedding world. Yeah. Um, but I did it, and I loved it. 
I was like, okay, I'll do it. I love it. And so 2013, I officially started my business and pretty much started doing a lot of families, like milestone sessions with kids, um, some seniors. And then even in, I think in 2013, I shot like three other weddings. So just kind of very slowly was dipping my toes into weddings, but I was doing quite a bit of, of families and, and kids. I feel like that's something that people always want and need. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then in 2014 started my Instagram account. I think that's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Instagram is huge for this business. Um, so I, you know, just continued to pretty much take any clientele that that wanted to book me. It didn't matter if it was a maternity session, a newborn session, a senior. Um, shot quite a few weddings in 2014. Um, at this point, I was doing any of my, like, indoor sessions out of my home. And I still remember back, and there are a lot of clients that hopefully you're there listening and they can be like, yes, we showed up at JC's house and she had to like put her dog away so that, <laughs> you know, like I would do like cake smashes with little kids. Uh-huh. And when, when they were done and the people left, I would just let my dog out and she would like clean up all the cake on the That's floor. <laughs> the best kind of cleanup. Yes, it was the best. Um, and then... So 2015 is kind of when I started to be like, okay, I want to do seniors and weddings. That's kind of, I always knew that that's what I loved the most, but mm-hmm. I, I was always like uncomfortable to just niche. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to like limit myself. Yeah. Um, but I started my street team in 2015. Oh, really? That's- so that was the first year I had a group of girls together. It was, um... It was really small in the beginning. I think I had like three girls. Oh, wow. Um, And it's grown so much this year. I accepted 17 onto the team just because I don't think you can take more than that. But so that was the birth of the street team. And it was, that's when I was like, oh gosh, yes, I love this. I will forever love shooting seniors. Yeah. Um, And then 2016 shot a ton of weddings. It was a crazy summer. And that's when I realized I have to start niching. And this is bad, you guys, because this is something that I feel like I had a very unhealthy balance between my, like, work and my life. Mm -hmm. Because I love my family. I have the most amazing friends in my life. And they were getting pushed to number three, number two. You know, they were not ever the priority in my life. And even my husband, like, I would go... weekends without seeing him like he would be off doing his thing and I would be off doing my thing and it was just not healthy for me it wasn't healthy for anyone and I feel so bad that I ever even did that to my friends and family because I get like you have to hustle you have to push to grow a business but you you also have to like keep the people that are most important to you close and I I got so busy with work that they were not the priority in my life. And that makes me sad. But in 2017, that's when I shot – this is bad. I think – yeah. No, 2018. I shot 26 weddings in one summer. And that is when I was Holy like, cow. I have to pull back. I can't that's do this so, much anymore. 
Like, you think 26 weddings, okay, someone could shoot that, but you gotta think about the backlog and the editing that that takes. It's so well, many hours. and you think about where we live. Like, if I lived in Florida or California or a, a, any state where seasonally you could get married all year long True. and still be outside and right. enjoy the weather, um, not a lot of people brave February for a wedding in no. South Dakota. Or no. even March. I think in my entire career I've only shot one March wedding yeah I haven't had any I don't think yeah it's like no one wants to get married when it's that cold so when you think of 26 weddings there's only 52 weekends in a year yeah that's already half and you think about how many nice actual months like your we get summer in South Dakota yeah all taken up with weddings and yeah. then your weeks are taken up with seniors because that's when they shoot to yes, the summer and fall. exactly so wow. needless to say my summers were crazy um oh I skipped a very important point I moved out of my house with my studio and got a studio in Aberdeen with um, Jordan Photography. She kind of specialized a lot more in families, newborns, and I was on like the wedding and senior sector and it worked so good. I loved sharing a studio with her and it was so nice to be out of my house. Like I loved having yeah. an actual workspace. Um, so got a studio with her and then fast forward to, I skipped all around, but 2019, um, Jordan got her own studio. So cute. I stayed in the one we were in. So I'm right by Domino's now. If you ever need pizza, just come visit me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you visit her, you will want pizza because yeah. it smells oh, heavily like of this Domino's. It's beautiful heavenly. aroma of Domino's mm -hmm. in my studio. Sometimes I light a candle to like get it out because I can only handle so much of right. it. But it is a pretty good smell. <laughs> um, and in 2019, I feel as when I kind of reached where I was really happy with myself. Like, mm -hmm. I was super happy with my work. I was happy with the client experience that I was giving my mm -hmm. clients and really just taking the time to invest in them and be my best self for them. Yeah. Um, that's when I kind of started just taking seniors, just taking weddings. Um, I started using a software called HoneyBook that, yep. which I know Olivia uses too, but yes. it is so wonderful for client management. I handle all my contracts through it. I have like all of my like bridal timelines, all of my invoices, um, just like my calendar, everything is through there and it makes it makes me stay organized, and I love it, it so much. It makes life a hundred percent easier in the business world. Yeah, it's it's amazing, so nice. and I feel like that just that alone has helped me. Just like the more organized that I can stay in my business, the more on on the ball, like on top of things that I feel, yeah, and then absolutely. I know I'm gonna also be. If I can feel happy about those things, then I know that's gonna show in my work too. Um, and yeah, so love that. And then in 2020. I, I laugh because 2020 was an interesting year. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually really busy because thankfully in South Dakota, we did not get shut down. No. Um, I was still able to do all my one-on-one -on -one shoots with my seniors, um, had an amazing year with some awesome seniors. And then I would say I still was able to shoot about three-fourths of my weddings um, I had a few, yeah. um, move over to 2021, which I'm really excited for them this year, but 2020 I put was the year that I learned to say no. I really started like anytime I would get an inquiry for a maternity session, a newborn, you know, anything that wasn't 
in line with what my goal is as my business, I turned down. And I was really proud of myself for doing that because I am horrible at saying no. Like I, I just always want to give. I just always want to like, if anyone ever asked me to do something, I'm like, yeah, I'll make it work. Like, yeah. let's do it. Mm-hmm. And I have learned to start like prioritizing the things that are important to me and saying no to the things that maybe aren't on the top of my list. Yeah. Um, I still have my OG clients that I've been shooting for I have one family that I shot um, Charlie's one-year photos, and she's, I think she's eight or nine now. Wow. And I still do their family photos. And it's just so much fun to, like, have that connection. And that's probably one of my favorite things about my job is that you you create these, like, friends that Mm -hmm. are clients, that trust you, that love their photos. You know, I just think that – I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do because I generally like genuinely love it so yeah. much. Like, yes, it's work, but I also like, I have like that little like blurb on my website. And it's like, they say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I think that's true. I know that it sounds cliche, but I genuinely think that's true because I, I can't see myself doing anything else right now. Yeah. I, I love weddings. I love my seniors. Um, getting to capture those moments with brides, like, and grooms on their wedding day, like, those are moments that they are going to treasure forever. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so that's kind of, like, a really fast uh, bullet-pointed version of my business. I will say that I am incredibly thankful to, like, all of my friends and family that have a, hung in there with me when I'm a workaholic <laughs> and have also like my friends and family are my biggest promoters like they're always the ones that like a friend of theirs getting gets engaged hey you have to check out my friend JC's work she's amazing yeah. or like I mean it's just crazy how word of mouth really does spread oh, 100%. and I I think especially in a small town like people talk and mm-hmm. If you're if you're putting out a high quality product, have a good client experience, people are going to want to book you, yeah. and that's I think how I've gotten to where I'm at, and and I love it. No, that's so cool. You've been in it for so long and have so much great experience, which JC is a huge part of my story. Speaking of the word of mouth and all of that, if you have a if you're a videographer starting out, make a good photographer friend, and it'll change the game for you. <laughs> It is true. In general, like just connecting with other creatives in your, you know, say you're in the wedding sector, like befriend a florist or get to know your, your local, um, dress place. Why can't I think of what they're called? Are they just called dress Bridal boutiques. Yeah. A bridal store. You know, like get to know those people, form connections because, um, that's that is how you a lot of times are going to yeah or with the local event centers get with their planners or their coordinators and just create friendships because then they're going to be more likely to recommend you to any of their clientele or brides booking them for events or whatever Oh, for sure yeah okay so should we go on to my story i guess mine's a little shorter i've only been doing this since i mean i started Let's see. Tell I had I tell us all my about dates. Olivia Ellen Media. Um, okay, so I first started on YouTube. That's how I like started creating videos. And because of that, I had a friend in May of 2015 who asked me to film her wedding day and just kind of do it like a YouTube vlog style, whatever. I literally didn't even I sat in the seats like a guest. 
and didn't even, you know, get up in the aisle for their first right. kiss or anything. And you were sitting there like a grandma with an iPad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I mean, like, they're getting ready shots and all of that is so great, but I didn't get any couple poses. I didn't get, you know, people walking down the aisle very well or anything of the groom. Anyways, I learned a lot at that wedding. And then in June of 2015... I shot my sister's wedding, or co-shot oh, my yes, brothers, yes. Micaiah and Levi, because they want a shout-out for this, um, filmed the wedding while I was maid of honor, and I filmed, like, the getting ready and dance stuff, like, I helped with all of that, and then gotcha. edited with my brother Levi. So, that's kind of where I got into the wedding world and started to really like the idea of creating wedding videos, and that was in 2015. I didn't do anything with that until we moved to South Dakota in 2017, and I met JC. I worked did we first meet at Aero Boutique yes so I had been shooting this is one of those things that I've cut out of my life which is unfortunate but like I used to shoot for a local boutique yep called Aero Boutique and loved it I would go once a week we would do all their new inventory and that is how I met Olivia because she was an employee there and so she would model all of the new clothing yeah and I guess Meg which was the owner at the time um, had told JC that I shot video. Is that how? Yeah, I think, did you do maybe some video work for Arrow? I don't think I had yet, but I had made a YouTube video about um, Aberdeen and things to do in Aberdeen, and that kind of blew up within the Aberdeen community. Okay. Um, I, I honestly, that's a good question. I don't remember how I knew that you were into video, but I remember us talking about it because I was like, hey, there's a huge need for a good wedding videographer in Aberdeen. Yeah. But in 2017, I met JC and she asked me to film one of her stylized shoots, like behind the scenes. Oh, and that's, that's like when I was yes. like, yes, okay. I love weddings. I love working with JC. I told my sister when I was done with that shoot, I was like, I'm not even dating anybody, but I already know who I'm going to hire as my wedding photographer. Aww. <laughs> and I did. So. Yes, she did. That's so sweet. But yeah, so that was kind of how I got my foot in the door with thinking, oh my gosh, I love weddings. I love doing this. It can be, when you have a good photographer, it can be like such a fun experience. And then I shot my first full paid wedding in that 2017 October. That wedding is still one of my favorites. Yeah. So I shot that wedding and actually my younger sister was my second shooter for that because Adam oh, and I nice. were just started talking at the time, just started dating actually. So yeah. He didn't he throw him into the wedding <laughs> sector quite yeah, yet. Yeah, no, he didn't, he didn't really start with me till that next August, I think. That's kind of when I started. Yeah, so I kind of found my love for videography through watching a lot of wedding videos on YouTube. Um, I still love to do that to get inspiration, but um, doing that and then I just love cinematography and just the day and like capturing all the little moments that maybe they don't even realize you're capturing and you can just add it into their story. I love cinematography and the story aspect of videography I don't so much love the edit or all the techiness of it I'm not so adept in that area but I'm learning and I'm always evolving and uh enhancing my skills Is yeah that the right I think well it? I mean a good point for like that I even pointed out it wasn't until 2019 when I thought I was like at my best self yeah and I think you're always growing as yeah. a creative I mean and that's like spoiler alert that's like one of my tips that I have for um, people starting out like you have to pour into yourself and yeah and like take time to educate yourself learn more like constantly be evolving because yeah absolutely it and, shows yeah and that's kind of my next point I invested in a 
not learning curriculum, but this video course called Wedding Video Pro, and it was a game changer for me. It helps, it like covers everything. It even like talks about HoneyBook in there, which I already had, so I was ahead of the game because of <laughs> JC and her recommendations. <laughs> but yeah, there's just so much that it covers in there. So if you are a uh, videographer who's just starting or needs that creative push, I do recommend Wedding Video Pro. It's been a game changer and they're always adding new content there. But it's basically like a video course that tells you their different editing techniques or coloring techniques or how to work with the bride. And they go through like live wedding dates. They'll take you along on a wedding and show you how they shoot weddings and different things. And it's oh, really cool. really cool. Yeah, it's very valuable. So investing in yourself is so important in this industry. And I'm constantly growing. I'm not to the point where I love everything I create. Or feel like, yes, I really love, I don't you know, how JC felt in 2019. I don't feel like I'm yeah. quite there yet. And I also think that as creatives, we're also the hardest on ourselves. True. Um, I have weddings that I shot in 2015 that people will still be like, oh, I remember those photos and they look so good. And I'm like, yeah, I liked them, but I didn't love them. But that's just because I'm being hard on myself. Right. Well, it's like I said about my friend's wedding is at the time I, I liked it. Mm -hmm. But now I look back and I'm like, oh, I'm so much better. But that doesn't mean that's not still a good video. Right. And it right. still captures their day and their the beauty of their wedding. Um, but yeah, so I didn't actually start Olivia Ellen Media as a company until February of 2018, I think, okay. is when I actually like... Made it official. Made it official. Gave it a name and... Created business cards where I accidentally put my name as Olivia Ellen because I wasn't married yet and I knew, I mean, I had a feeling I was going to marry Adam, so my last name wasn't going to be Bushnell forever. Mm. So I put Olivia Ellen, but now a lot of clients think that that's my last name. If you're one of them, it's not. My last name is White. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, that's funny. I saw your Snapchat the other day about that. And I was yeah. like, that's why, like, I, yeah, I thought your last name was Ellen as well. Funny. For like only for a little bit because yeah. then I like added you on Facebook and I saw that it clearly was not. So like I said, I'm still learning a lot. My business is still uh, growing. It has growing pains. But as JC said, word of mouth is huge. I've had this one client, for example, where I filmed her son's wedding and then this last year I filmed her daughter's wedding and then she just had another daughter get engaged and she's like, are you available to film the wedding? And just like those oh, connections are so, so important. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, but yeah, constantly learning, uh, perfecting my craft and I'm trying to become more business savvy. I'm not, I'm not there yet. I don't think about during the down season, like doing all these things that can benefit my business in the summer and da, da, da. I do educate myself and try to learn more, but yeah, I'm working, constantly working on it. And I think that's like, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur. Like you, you can take your baby steps and you can yeah. take leaps and you can you know you can grow at your own pace and you can figure things out and you can you can learn you can get burned like we could have a whole podcast on me telling stories of getting burned oh yeah not good like no. I don't think that being an entrepreneur should be looked at as this like beautiful easy golden ticket to life because right. there are a lot like you said there are a lot of growing pains there are a lot of heartaches. Like your job is your baby, and sometimes if you have a bad day in work, it affects your whole life because you are kind of wrapped up in yep. your business. Yep. You are your business, and yeah. that's like, especially when you put your name on something, like you are gonna work your absolute hardest to mm -hmm. make it succeed and and make it work. So, yeah, there's. I always say I love what I do, but it's not easy. But 
I don't like things that are easy. Sometimes you have to yeah. fight for things. No, it's definitely can be very challenging at times being your own boss and having to self-motivate and all that and your name being your business because then you have to kind of think about what are you doing? Is it portraying what you want people to think of you and your business? And yeah. It's difficult, but it can be so rewarding too. I agree. I feel like we just touched the surface on on a lot of this, but but it's kind of fun to see like where we've came from. I was actually like to scroll like my memory. Mm-hmm. I was uh, scrolling through like my Instagram. Yeah. And and granted, most of the photos are good photos on there yeah. from 2014. But I just laughed. Like I had this weird cropping style. How I cropped everything vertically and then had like white. Um, oh yeah, I trim remember that on trim. the edges. Yep. Oh my gosh, I held on to that way too long. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I definitely am glad that I got rid of that. But sometimes I look back and like there are certain shoots from, you know, 2016 that I'm like, oh my gosh, that was a gorgeous session or that was such a fun wedding. Like I have so many fun memories that like just because, you know, you're always evolving and your style's changing and and you've learned more, but, like, I still have so many amazing memories oh, absolutely. From, from all of the beginning years. Yeah. No, I still I still really love all of the first wedding films that I did. They're such great experiences, learning, and, I don't know, some of them are just so beautiful. And you just, like, look at it, you're like, that couple was so awesome. And even, like, seeing their relationship shine mm-hmm. through in a video. Sometimes yeah. you just love it for them. Like, yeah. you know. Absolutely. Um, so I think there were like three questions that we were both going to answer. Um, our first question was, or like, I guess, yeah, this is a question. No advice, I guess. Um, what would be, well, Olivia start, what are your tips for beginners who are starting out in the videography field? I would say investing yourself. You know what they always say? You gotta, uh, spend money to make money. Yes. It's true when you're even like in the wedding industry. Um, invest in your equipment. It doesn't have to be super fancy or anything because it's all about the videographer, not the equipment. But investing yourself in a learning program, like I said, Wedding Video Pro is great. Um, If you're very serious about the business, get HoneyBook. It's Mm -hmm. essential. And find a good music licensing website for just like, if you're just structuring the business, not very inspirational. Okay, so my tips for beginners would be do not compare yourself to someone who is on a different journey than you. Like I, I have a lot of high school age girls reach out to me and ask like all these questions mm-hmm. about like, how did you get to where you are? And it's like, I think it'd be really easy to look at someone who's, you know, or even for me to look at someone who's you know 20 years down the road, like they're where they at, where they are at because they've worked for it. Right. Like, don't beat yourself up because you're not there yet. Yeah, it's all a journey and a process that you're yes. going on. Yes, and also just one of my biggest tips, and I don't think I've been burned horribly where, you know, like, it was devastating to my business, but make sure you set boundaries. When you are first starting out, you know, obviously all of your friends are going to want photos, mm-hmm. and you probably are going to do them for free. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably are going to do some fun little, you know, friend sessions or take your cousins photos or like whatever it may be you're gonna just get out there and use your camera as much as you can but when you actually start charging for sessions um set boundaries set a contract it took me forever to realize that every session needed a contract and I for for the longest time I only had contracts for my brides and now I have contracts for just about every shoot that I have because 
unfortunately, you cannot trust all people. Yeah, and no, it's true. And you have to um, look out for number one sometimes. So I would say, like, just make sure that you have boundaries with your clients. Know, um, you know, make sure that they know what they can expect from you, and that they're fully aware of what you expect from them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is so true. And there's a point to be said of like, sure, you can go to f- from free to fee so that you build up your portfolio. But yeah, once you get to that point where you're charging, like stick to your guns. But like JC said, you've got to sometimes look out yeah. for number one in your business. You have to value, value your time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I people always a lot of times will question like why do you charge what you charge? And it's like, well, you know what? There's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes. People see, you know, Olivia and I shooting a 12-hour wedding day. They don't realize that there's another um, 48 hours of editing that goes into that, plus some, you know. So make sure that, you know, don't let other people make you feel bad for charging what you charge. If you think that you're worth that and you want to charge that, it's your business. So you do it. Absolutely. Um, Okay, I think the next thing we are going to go over was what we use for equipment. I can start. So I actually made a reel about this. If you guys follow me on my photography page at JCJ Photography, um, I made a reel of all the equipment that is in my bag. But on a daily, um, you know, senior session wedding stuff like that, I shoot a Nikon D750, and I have a 35 millimeter Sigma art lens that is like stuck on my camera. Just kidding. (laughs) But um, that's the one that I shoot a bulk of my senior sessions with and a huge chunk of wedding days um, as well. My 50 millimeter is also one of my go-to lenses. And then I have a um, 24 through 70 that I will shoot a lot of bridal party with. Um, I have way more lenses than that, but those are the three that get used the most. Yeah. Um, So that's usually what I shoot. And I'm team Canon. So I sh- <laughs> my newest love is um, Canon's new mirrorless camera. So I shoot on the Canon. Um, I always forget if it's East. I just say EOS. I think people some people say EOS. It's the R- R6 is what I shoot on. And I want to get some new glass for it. But right now I'm just using the adapter. My go-to lens is my 35. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Sigma 35 because, you know, Canon's lenses can be bit pricey yes I think that that is one thing like and obviously we could go in more into depth on that um lenses are a really big part of Mm -hmm. what makes the quality of an image or a video good yes Um, I'll have a lot of younger girls reach out to me and say like hey this is what I'm shooting you know should I upgrade my camera or should I upgrade my glass and glasses lens for those of you um and I always say invest in the in the lens first mm-hmm. um get a good one with like that has a low f-stop so that you can shoot you know like a low aperture yep. um and then invest in the body later i used that d90 for i don't think i upgraded till 2015 2016 i mean i shot a lot of stuff on that camera yeah, and there's still really good photos like yeah it's just it's, knowing how to use like it like i said it's not always the equipment it's the person using it oh yeah you can have a eight thousand dollar camera on a tripod yeah. do you think it can take photos by itself no no <laughs> it's like those reels where people are like oh my gosh your camera takes such good photos and they're like how bizarre but it's like, you know, it's <laughs> like the person taking the photos yes. editing them but, yes yeah it is a lot of the skill of the photographer videographer obviously having 
a good camera is crucial, but yeah. so much of it is the skills of you knowing how to use yeah. your Yeah, I, I started out on a Canon uh, T3i. That was like my YouTube starter kit camera, and I used that for the first few weddings that I did. Then I upgraded to the ADD. We had two of those. We still have two of those. We still use those. Um, and then we just upgraded to the R6. So it's just within time, and once you start kind of making the money that can support the nicer cameras yes. too. And um, always have backups, you guys, yes. especially if you're shooting weddings. I cannot uh, stress that you should have backups to backups to backups because it's one thing if you're going out and doing a portrait session right? and, hey, my, cam- my camera crapped out, my memory card corrupted, my, you know, whatever could, the worst scenario that could happen, at least you can reschedule that and reshoot it. You cannot redo a wedding day. So mm-hmm. don't even think about dipping your toe into the wedding industry if you do not have the proper equipment. If yeah, backups you on backups. do not have proper, yeah, backing up. Storage. Ugh, I had a horrible Memory cards, batteries, that, yeah. all the things you need to have, like, triple the amount you think for weddings. Do you because remember it's, that? It's like a live event. Yeah. Do you remember that story I told you about that girl that lost her entire wedding Oh, gallery? my gosh. Yeah. Because her... Video was it a videographer or photographer? photographer? It was both. Yeah, it was a videographer slash photographer, which I don't it was know like how that you company think you can they had do both, both, but whatever. Yeah. Um, they sent all of her photos and videos off to be edited from a third party, and they lost all of it, I and can't she has nothing. Imagine. And that's just like poor management. Yeah. Like it's one thing to send off to third party. I'm I'm pro that if yeah. you're behind, but. To not keep a copy for yourself. yourself. Yeah. What did they do? Send the memory cards? Like, yeah. What? I, That's so my heart, my heart broke for her. But yeah, yeah. So I'm not to sound scary about weddings, but like I shadowed quite a few weddings before I ever shot my first one. Like they are a lot of work and I don't think that you should just, this is me venting. Do not just hire someone because they have a nice camera and say right. that they want to shoot a wedding. Like there's a reason why we invest thousands yearly into our businesses into our education into backups like everything oh absolutely so I know I told Adam I said I'm negative 2300 in this year already profit wise and he was like what I was like yeah because all these things renewed but I haven't had a wedding yet and not and like that's just within this year it's not like I'm down that much money or anything that's just how much like your cost of doing business is at right yeah so far and it's only February right yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think most people would want to know what I spend cost of doing right? business. It's, it's just a lot. Like, and you know what? Like, that's that's all part of it. And like owning your own business, like yeah. we're self employed. We yeah. have to pay our own health insurance. Like, yeah. we don't have a provider paying that for us. We don't have, you know. So there's a lot of things that are tricky about being a small business owner, but. Yeah. It's worth it. We yeah, love it. Absolutely. So if I get a little offended when you say that I charge too much, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What would you say is your most valuable asset in your business? I I, I don't know. Where did we get these questions? Did we just come up with them or I don't know. Maybe I did. I'll, this is what I put. I think we're going to probably be very similar in this because our businesses align a lot in the same. Yeah. Um, I would say... When you are your own business owner, you're your biggest asset. Yeah. Like, yeah. I am my biggest asset. I'm the one who pays the bills. I'm the one that does the shoots. I, you know, everything. So, 
what I offer my clients is, you know, high quality images, a great client experience, right. um, delivering what I promise. Like, I, I think that there's so much that goes into, to making a great experience. And a lot of that is me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's absolutely true because you provide, well, you're the one who shoots the weddings or the seniors or whatever. You're the one who edits it and does all the back end stuff. Like, yeah. You create the client experience, like you were saying. Yeah, it's 100%. Yeah. So I think, I mean, generally that would be in a business. Like, like I know, like corporate, they say like, oh, the employees are the biggest asset because mm-hmm. that's They're what makes everything work. go, yeah. you know, flow. Yeah. So, yes. Because we're our own employees. Yes. <laughs> By the way, Adam's fired after last episode <laughs> when he likes training more. Than- <laughs> so I'm my only employee. Yeah. <laughs> uh- <laughs> Uh, Adam, no, that's a good answer. I Adam having gets these, like, free donuts at weddings. That is his payment. Yeah. <laughs> he gets me as a wife payment enough. Yes. Perks of the job. Okay. So I think that that's kind of everything we wanted to cover about our businesses, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's always more we could talk about, and I think we have a pretty good setting to do that. Yeah. I think that... I think that this was, like I said, we touched the surface. We gave a brief timeline. I could go into so much more, but that might be for a later episode. Um, One thing that we definitely want to talk about is Olivia mentioned that the first time we actually worked together was a stylized shoot that I had put together. And for the last, uh, I think, when did I do my first stylized shoot? I put it on here and forgot to talk about it. 2017 was the first year that I put together a stylized shoot. And I just had one of my best friends model in it. Um, And it was so much fun. I think that as a creative, sometimes, you know, you're hired to shoot a wedding. You don't get to pick what that wedding looks like. You don't get to pick their colors. That's their wedding, obviously. I'm going to capture the moment as it happens. And I was like, I want to take things into my own hands and I want to create a wedding day that is inspired by me. And so I have been for the last like four year, four or five years doing stylized shoots and Olivia has always filmed them. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the first one. Yeah, the first one. You filmed all the rest of them. Um, so we kind of started brainstorming about what we wanted to do this year and something else evolved from a stylized shoot. It was born. <laughs> it was born. And we are going to be doing... Drum roll, please. We are doing a workshop, everybody. Woo-hoo! There's the woohoo for this episode. <laughs> woohoo! Um, yes, we started a workshop. It's going to be... The first one we're doing is a one-day content shoot, workshop, education, all the fun things. Um, it is called the Floral and Fedora. Woo! Because if you know JC... And, I mean, me. You love floral. Yeah. I'm big on fedoras. Yeah. So we just kind of, you know, mesh the two. And JC obviously is obsessed with floral. I think it's in your bio on your website. Yep. So. (laughs) It just seemed fitting. The Floral and Fedora Photography Videography Workshop is going live. We are going to be announcing tickets and release date and all that stuff. Kind of like mid-March. Yep. um, Is when everything will come out. So, be on the lookout. Yes, if you are a videographer or a photographer, whether you're just starting out, whether you've been in the business for decades, um, this is going to be a really fun stylized shoot. We're putting together three separate shoots, actually. Yep. Um, 
it's going to be fun. I'm really excited yeah. with the vendors we have already on board. Um, obviously, we will go way more into detail about who all is involved. Um, yes, absolutely. You can find the um, the Instagram for the workshop. We're gonna the website's not well. It probably will be live soon, but yes, I don't have the actual it. link to that yet. But if you want to follow it on Instagram to keep up on all of the fun things going on it is floral and fedora workshop Boom. follow it follow it get excited yes. we're excited it's going to be great like jc said it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you've been doing it for a while if you just need like a spark of creativity to light your fire for 2021 or whatever if you want to learn um it's going to be great i think it's going to be great for us too to just like i said spark that creativity i'm so excited just to like up. pour into others and yes. help others along their journey because i think everyone Everyone needs help. Like mm-hmm. in like I sometimes need help with things that I don't fully know everything about. Right. And I just would love to be able to help others. Yes, and JC's a great mentor. She's basically been mentoring me and we're in different industries in a sense. I mean, not industries. I like realms. I feel like I've just helped you with some business stuff. Because yeah, obviously I know nothing about editing video. Right. But you help. help she's <laughs> since our first wedding that we filmed together. Which was August of... I think we decided 17. Yeah. And um, where was it 18? Because I was dating Adam. I don't remember. Anyways, from the first wedding that it we was filmed 18. together. together it, was, it was August of 18. Yeah. She Shout always out to she set up dinners. shots for me and was like, this will be fun for the video. She didn't even care about it for a photo. She just like would set up things for me for the video and I was like... I can work with her. She cares about the videographer. That's I genuinely nice. want, like, my, I've told this to so many people, like, I've worked with a lot of great videographers, and I, I genuinely, like, my brides and grooms are paying them a lot of money yep. to get a quality product. Who am I to stand in the way of making yep, that turn absolutely. out great? And only if all photographers felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I need to get my shots. Yeah. I obviously am there for a reason, but I also want to see a killer video. Like, I yeah. love love watching videos of a wedding day especially that I shot because there's even times that I'm like oh I didn't know that was going on I didn't know that they you know were doing this or I you know because I was doing something else or even like when I go through my second shooters um photos I'm like oh my gosh that was happening like I was so busy doing this that um also why you have second shooters because then they can catch things that you can't be all places at once so but yes so you guys we are so freaking pumped for this workshop it is going to be amazing um we will keep you informed on all the details of that yeah podcast listeners get first of everything so first dibs um we might be doing like a um, like a discount where, like a little discount thing, like you can get like 50% off of your ticket. I think we might doing like a fun little giveaway to like yeah. boost the launch. So. so follow that Instagram so you know when that's happening. Exactly. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening to us talk about our babies, our businesses, yes. what we love about um, the world of um, photography and videography. Yes, absolutely. If you guys want to see more, on our businesses, you can follow mine at Olivia Ellen Media on Instagram. And mine is at JCJ Photography. And if you loved this episode, please take the time, go rate it, leave a review, make sure you're subscribed. Yes, subscribe. And we will see you guys next time. Yep. Bye, guys. Have a great week.